Not breaking news. Last week's geek news through the lens of three friends with opinions, theories, and fan castings. This is Geek Speak last week. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Geek Speak Last Week. This is Ed. This is Tone. This is Brian. And we're back to talk about all the geeky goodness from the last week. So, uh, and we can see Brian this time. Yeah, Brian is myself. here. Brian's here. He's not glitching out on us again, which not is getting always sucked a good thing. The machine. Yeah. Nah, none of that. None of that. No, it's funny man. though because it's like I just went to go do something else and and with the camera and it wasn't working and I'm like they told me it was just a Zoom thing and so I went into the 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 actual like camera app on the phone on the um uh, laptop and it was like upgrade and I'm like oh yeah okay I'll do an upgrade there you go that fixed everything well at least this it didn't fix that issue well, one thing at a time. You know, these things, you can't just rush into them. You gotta oh, I know. I know. I have patience. One at a time. Um, so, yeah, over the weekend, we all got into some stuff. Uh, we decided I will go first. So I'm just going to talk about a couple of things. Not going to spend a ton of time on them. Um, I rewatched a couple of old movies, one on HBO, uh, the Al Pacino crime thriller cruising which is one of my all-time favorites love it it's um basically a about a serial killer in new york in the um who's terrorizing the gay community in like the meatpacking district it's based in like very early 80s um just a really really good well-made well-acted thriller and people always talk about how Al Pacino has been in all these great movies, which he has. And this is one of my absolute favorite performances of his. It's at a time when the gay community and, and being involved with things that are touching on that were, you know, faux pas. Nobody wanted to be a part of it. It was shining a light on actual real crimes that were happening at that time to this community. And the fearlessness of the cast and the crew and the director to tell this story and tell it well. I just, I love this movie. I can't say enough good about it. So if you're looking for a really good crime drama, um, thriller, HBO, cruising, check that out. Um, also got a chance to rewatch Dress to Kill, which is another 80s one. It's it's a crazy movie, really. It's Brian De Palma. Um, Michael Caine uh it's 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 good in a very De Palma way if you're not a De Palma fan you're probably going to be out in the first 20 minutes but it's yeah this is where the the lady is like masturbating in the shower isn't she like in the beginning yeah it's a weird like dreamlike sequence only it's happening in real time and it's it's wild um but another one that like is kind of ahead of its times talking about transgender people and um you know kind of in a 
almost in a poor way though, because they didn't know enough about it at the time to really, they were like, Oh, all trans people are crazy. And it's like, no, that's obviously we know in the current climate, that's not correct. Yeah, I mean, this is 1980. Yeah, exactly. So um, it is very good though. If, if, like I said, if you like the Palma, if you like Michael Caine, check it out. It was pretty fun to watch the first time I saw it. And on the rewatch, uh, my wife had never seen it and she looked, she liked it. So we had fun with it. Um, and then I got into a couple of newer movies, um, one on prime called vengeance, which I had, I knew nothing about it going in and it turned out to be really, really good. It was basically it stars BJ Novak who from, uh, the office, <clears throat> he's looking to start a podcast and kind of like this American lifestyle kind of podcast and ends up using the death of a hookup of his on a dating site as his story but kind of gets intertwined in her family um in texas and he kind of realizes that maybe exploiting her death and all that stuff is probably not the greatest thing to do and these people are really good to him and stuff it stars uh, boyd holbrook who we all like he's in it um ashton kutcher it was a really good you know it wasn't even a it was kind of a mystery kind of a comedy it was good i you know if you like bj novak and you like boyd holbrook's hilarious in it so if if you like nice. boyd holbrook check him out um just but, check him out the rest of the movie don't even worry about it. no 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 the movie honestly the movie <laughs> was very good um I, I shouldn't say that but he he was the best he was the best part of it in my opinion um, yeah i can see that though yeah it was, it was fun it was it was a fun movie um, and then we watched a movie that I can't really say that I enjoyed it, but it was, uh, <laughs> it was a movie. movie. It was a movie. It was, no, it was a movie. It was called uh sharp stick and it's mm-hmm. from Lena Dunham. <laughs> yeah. Lena Dunham is, is a person that I don't care for very much. She's obviously girls on HBO. She did that show. She wrote and directed this. Um, it's basically about a girl who she's like 24, maybe, and she's, uh, kind of like naive to the world. She ends up, uh, helping out a family who has a mentally handicapped, uh, child and basically gets into kind of a love affair with, uh, the husband, father of the child. John Bernthal, who I love, John Bernthal, everything he's in. It was a very. Apparently not this, huh? No, nah, it was a very Lena Dunham movie. Uh, the, the If you've seen any of her stuff, which I've only seen girls, and I, I think I saw one of her other roles in something. I don't know if she wrote it or not, but she just kind of annoys me. But it's basically about how this girl has her sexual awakening and then ends up, you know kind of living her life uh from mm. there it i can't say it was good i watched it that's about all i have to say about it um but two things that i got into on the recommendation of tone here i watched finally watched chernobyl on hbo Fuck go which was incredible i mean i like i said i started it when it first came out couldn't get into it i maybe i was just not in the right headspace but this show, I call it a movie because it's movie quality. It is mm-hmm. 
fantastically acted. Um, Jared Harris, I was looking, he was, he was nominated for a bunch of stuff, but he only won a couple of awards, but he should have gotten every award they had because he was amazing in this. Um, We were talking about it uh, via text. It's just, it does feel like a horror movie. It is. It's hard to watch sometimes. Oh my God. There's some of this stuff is just like, Oh my God. I can't believe this stuff happened. And it did. Um, The pure stupidity on the part of the government and the total lack of (laughs) uh, lack of any kind of skill or decorum it just makes you sick because really they could have saved so many people if they had just listened and done the right thing but they didn't um everybody in it's good Stellan Skarsgård who initially he's like a prick he's kind of like a, a government official and he's on the side of the you know the the government and they want to like keep it quiet and don't want to make a big deal out of it but once he sees the ramifications of what this whole thing is he quickly says okay Jared Harris's character you know what you're talking about we have to do something here um and it's just basically about like a handful of people who know what actually is happening trying to get the government to step up and do the right thing um yeah I can't say enough good about this show it was friggin' amazing I beautifully shot too like it's yeah I want to say I would watch it again, but it's it's a hard watch, so I don't know if I would. You yeah, know? like even Heavy. like thinking about it, like when you were talking about it, like I was like, oh, I kind of want to watch it, and then I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah. no, I mean, no, there's I don't. scenes of these guys in after the after the <laughs> meltdown where they're in hospitals, and it just, I mean, the the makeup effects, everything is so well done, but it's like this actually happened to these people. It's so sad. Um, and I'm getting I'm getting enough of that same vibe in The Last of Us, like Craig Mazin, like that dude knows how to yeah make a show, and he what he did with for Chernobyl, like telling that story, he's bringing that over to this, which is why I knew, like knowing that he was involved and he was going to be executive producer and showrunner, I was like, yep, I'm good. He yeah. he knows how to make you no. feel things, yeah. <laughs> A, a, an apocalyptic situation it is it, it is one of the best shows i've seen ever so that that's a yeah, and and it's only five episodes and it gets you yeah. in those five episodes yeah and i mean the the scroll after how they just explain all the things that happened and the one thing that just got me at the end it just left me like in a like the pit of my stomach i was just like oh my god they said that after all this time all these deaths all these years they still only say that 17 people died. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, what are you talking about? Um, crazy stuff. They, um, they won't admit it. Yeah, it's wild, dude. Um, but great, great show. Like I said, mm-hmm. can't can't recommend it highly enough. And then I finally got into everything that, that, that everybody I know is talking about the show. You would mention you watched some of it and it was very good. Finally started watching Yellowstone on Peacock. Um great show i'm loving it so far i'm only four episodes in but it hooked me from first 10 minutes i was like oh i like this a lot and we know that there's spinoffs and there's all kinds of Mm -hmm. stuff going on um yeah this is gonna they they just came out with an article we were just talking about that 
um, how they are having some production problems with Kevin Costner and, and stuff like that. And they're going to be doing a, it may end the, the main show after this season, but there will be a continuation series with uh, Matthew McConaughey. So that's good. I mean, I do love Kevin Costner in the show. I think he's great. Um, I haven't seen anything of his in a while that I really, really loved. So this is mm. exceptional work by him. Um, everybody in it's fantastic, though, especially uh, the the daughter played by Kelly Riley, Beth. She is a fantastic character. Totally crazy. Totally damaged. Um, yeah. Her, her, her relationship with Rip, played by Cole yeah. Howard, is fantastic. Um, that the whole cast all over, and we were talking, uh, our boy, uh, what's his name's in it, Gil, uh, Gil Burnham, Gil Birmingham, Gil Birmingham, he's, uh, he's awesome, as he's the, so good, as the Native American, uh, the just as slimy as everyone else, uh, he's so good in this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this, this show's fantastic, and I can't wait to watch more of it. It's like because I want to like him because of who he is, right? Like, exactly, what he's doing, but then you're like you're just as bad as all the rest of them. Oh yeah. He's, he's a scumbag and all of the, you know, all of the turmoil, all of the drama. It's great. I, I just, I really enjoy this show, but uh, that's, have you gotten up to the scene with uh, Danny Huston's character and Beth in the bar? Yes. I actually just watched that last one. That was, <laughs> yeah, that was very funny. And, I love it just because he's. She's like, oh, what do you think that you know, fucking, fucking his daughter's gonna do something for you? And he's like, maybe. She's like, what the hell? Is, she says a really good line to him, basically like, you're not man enough to fuck me. You're, mm-hmm. uh, it's so good. Um, that 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 whole like little side story with her and him, like, it just gets better throughout the season. So you'll you'll see okay. what I mean specifically. It's yeah. It's good. I, the one thing I liked. <laughs> she when she first hooks back up with uh with Rip and they they have sex and then she's like I always remember you having a bigger dick and then just walks away from him I'm like Jesus Christ lady and then he's just standing there like oh my god what did I get myself into again yeah it's it's very good um, he he's very good like I didn't even recognize him that that was Cole Hauser at first yeah and I Until, I like, love him. I've always until like him. late, like I think it was a couple episodes, and I was like, "Wait, that's Cole House." <laughs> yeah, he's he's one of he's, those he's, dudes that's in a bunch of stuff, and he's always good in it. But he's not; he was never like a big player. No, nah, yeah, I like him. I like him a lot in this. He's like he looks like big too. Like it looks like he like yeah, like beefed up a bit. In well, this and he's also playing the the heavy character here. Like he's yeah. the guy who goes in and fucks people up for uh, the Dutton family. So yeah. Cool like, show. Really yeah. like it. Um, that's it for me, though. I'll, I'll quit talking here because I know I've been going on. But what have you guys been up to? Anybody want to jump in? I finally got to watch The Woman King. And as soon as the, watch the credits rolled on that shit, I, I got, I got kind of irritated because I was like, yo, where was Viola Davis's freaking Oscar and Golden Globe nomination for that for that performance? Because she was just absolutely amazing in this movie. And I mean, and she's, and this is Viola Davis. She's fucking phenomenal in everything she's in. Yep. So it doesn't, it doesn't, it really doesn't matter 
what she's playing or what she's doing. She's just fantastic. And the fact that, you know, you get to see her like physically transformed. Like when you see her on the screen, like, yo, she, I'm not fucking with her. I'm, 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 I'm not fucking with her. I'm not fucking with any of the women in, in, in that movie, actually. Um, like Lashana Lynch, first of all, I fell in love with her in in Miss Marvel, so I, I was so happy to see her basically being like the second lead in this film. Um, and she she does her thing, like she really puts it down on screen. She is a fucking fierce woman. She's a force in this movie. Literally, I'm watching it. I'm like, Nubia, is that you? <laughs> like, 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 I just. She like the way she walked, talked, like everything about her in that, like she she was just fantastic. And then the third lead was uh, a young lady who um, named Thuso uh, Mbedu, and oh my god, she first of all she looked like she's twelve. She's obviously <laughs> not. She's like nineteen or whatever. But that's like part of it. Like that's literally she has a baby face. She looked very youthful and whatnot. But seriously, like again. I'm not fucking with her. Like she looked like she weighs mm. all of like 95 pounds, but I'm not fucking with her because like when you, stuff that you see these women do, uh, it's just, it's, it's amazing. It, it's everything that you would think that the real life uh, inspiration for the Dora Milaje would be. If you were to put that on film, mm. um, these mm. women are all badasses with their freaking metal sword with their with their metal look like they're just they're not even swords they're like cleavers they're just <laughs> yo but they're oh god it's so cool and 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 the rest of the cast in it you know john boyega is just he's fantastic in it as well um and he doesn't even get to do a lot but the little parts that he gets to do are just it it's just yeah, I the, the the cast is phenomenal. The story is fantastic. It's now part of my Black History Month rotation from this point forward. It's like definitely some. I I everybody should see this movie. Like it, you you will just feel so like male, female, or whatever. You will feel empowered after seeing this movie. Yeah, the nice. the trailers made it look fantastic. So I can't wait mm-hmm. to check it out. Oh my gosh, it's so. Oh, I, I like I would like I, I literally was like, I'm so glad I'm going to be watching this again <laughs> soon because it was it was it was literally that good. It was the the fight. The the action scenes are. Oh, ooh. they 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 push that. They 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 push that PG-13. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to say that they push that because there was a couple of times I was like, this PG-13. There's a lot of dead people on the floor right there. <laughs> Like there's no seriously, that's a lot of dead people on the floor right there. Like what? It, okay, I guess. I mean, I guess since we didn't see them die, I it's okay. Like yeah, it's the implication of that. Pools of blood, it's okay. Yeah, that's you how know? you get a, like. Truthfully, that's how you get around it. It's like, the implication of what's happening, dude. They implied a lot. <laughs> a lot. I, the thing is, I a actually lot. like when. When they do that more than like actually showing, yes, shit, actually, I because your did. imagination was, is gonna make it a yo, million times worse than it actually is. That yeah, scene in Scarface I, with no, the chainsaw. Uh huh. I, I I will say this: there is there is a uh, there is something that happens in the story 
that some people might just seem as contrived and whatnot. And I was just like, like once I saw where it was going, I was like, okay, yeah, I see this. That, but you know what? After everything these people have been through, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna just give it to them. As especially after a, a certain line earlier in the film, so I can't, I can't, I, I can't really be too mad. It, it just, but I, like I said, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, no matter what that little plot device is, and I'm not gonna say any more than that. Um, okay. Other than that, I played some Ghostbusters: Spirits Unleashed. Uh, there was the new DLC drop that has a new, uh, new uh, level, the factory, a new ghost muncher um, from mm. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, yeah. And he actually has a cool ability where, like, that none of the other ghosts have, where he can pick up objects and actually eat them. And he uses it as ammunition for his special, which oh. he can just use, like, he spits, like, pieces of metal at you as like a machine gun so like where everybody else does like slime explosions and things like that he literally will literally just stop and just and i was like oh he did that in the movie didn't he yeah i misremembering yeah yeah he did right yeah so i was like that's that's kind of cool that he can do that that is cool um you can also get um you know by grinding away in the game so it gives you something to do they got challenges and stuff for you to, but the game is fun to play so it's not not really grinding um you can actually uh unlock skins for your uh your stuff so you can have the real ghostbusters trap um mm-hmm. proton pack and um wand you can even uh they give you uh cosmetics and these ones are actually free already they give you cosmetics for uh all four real ghostbusters hair and janine's hair wow, that's <laughs> so awesome. i was like yeah. so you could literally make you could literally make the the real Ghostbusters in game if you cool. really wanted to, um, but yeah, I just think that all this free <laughs> stuff that they're adding to it is fun. Also, they're doing what's called drops on Twitch, where if you link the if you go to the company Ilphonics website and you link your Twitch account and your PlayStation account or whatever you're playing on, you can just sit there and watch people play the game, and you unlock get random stuff yeah yep. and so i unlocked uh four skins for the uh the ectoplast ghosts that i have right now and they're shouldn't actually be doing like that the cool people should be doing like that the people's four skins brian yeah they, they, they got that <laughs> i was gonna let that go but I, you, you, didn't should, you should you should <laughs> but that's okay you uh, know i understand better. that he likes he, he'd be walking around talking about he likes getting splooged you mean slimed yeah that so uh <laughs> But yeah, no, it's 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 fun. Plus, I was watching someone play, and and they had me cracking up. Just, I, this girl just literally every she was playing Ghostbusters, and every time she was trying to get them to put the fuck get the ghost in the fucking trap, she was just like, put it, put it, put it. and I was like, I was just cracking up. I was like, yo, yo, I'm dying over here. Like I'm trying to play the game, and all I hear is put it, in, put it, up, put it. Up. But um, yeah. I mean, what else are you supposed to do with the fourth game? <laughs> Right? <laughs> um, but yeah, the other thing yeah. that I did, as I said, was watch Legend of Vox Machina this week. Yeah, we can get into that now, bro. Woo! Boy. First of all, this show is flying by. Like, this I'm mad is, about we to only got over. three episodes Season's left. about to be over. The season's fuck? about to be over. And I'm like, no, I can't. 
Because I know this isn't going to end well. Nothing's going to be wrapped up. Y'all going to leave me hanging. No. And I can't take it. Stop. I can't take it. I can't take it. These three episodes. Shit done happen. Oh, my Lord. Very good. Oh, like, poor, Oh, poor girl. Poor, poor, poor. Man. Uh, and you got to bring my, Troy ba- my boy Troy Baker in here. And he's got to be an asshole. Oh, yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. Why you gotta make him their father? Their oh, father's yeah. such an asshole. I hate him so much. Yeah, he was. He was. I didn't like him at all. Uh, but we finally got Cheech Marin as Trinket. Yeah, that was. He's, he's like that is not how I thought you would sound. I know, right? <laughs> and it's so oh, good that it's in a, in a in a scene where they're all high. That's where you bring Cheech in. Yep, that's the perfect time to bring him in. Oh, I was like, yo. I was like, yo, I'm watching this with Jacinda. I was like, though, they are on the biggest trip ever. Yeah. I was like, they're they're gone right now. This is horrible. Yeah, it's good, good. Like that first episode, like of this like three was good to like introduce stuff and get Billy Boyd as a uh, Garmeli. Yes, he was fantastic. He was so fucking funny. Um, but yeah, like a nice introduction and the whole thing with uh grog and the sword and like them finally getting rid of it <laughs> like mm-hmm. him just losing all <laughs> losing just, all his uh, muscles poor man. um but then the second episode we get sildor who was an asshole but i loved henry winkler as a uh, yes that was will hand trickfoot as grandpa <laughs> Like, he was so, like, you, I would never think Henry Winkler would be involved in something like this. But then, like, you hear him and you're like, yeah, he's he's perfect. But you, I really you know like. Uh, I wonder if he was just, I wonder if he was, like, a fan. I think he's probably worked with a lot of these, like, a lot of them on stuff before. Because I know he's done other voice work. Oh, really? Um, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's done voice work. I think, like, I think he's done, like, mostly cartoons. And stuff. Like, I mean, he's done robot chicken before so oh okay yeah i know he's done other like stuff so he's probably worked with some of them uh but sandil ramamurthy from like what i knew him from was heroes he was uh mm-hmm. suresh mm-hmm. him as the voice of saunder the the like voice that they hear when they're in the fey realm and then you see him like he was so good mm-hmm. so so good and that I love that moment. I love uh, Percy dropping all the titles on Vexalia in front of their dad. Like, no, this is you, you, this is Lady Vexalia <laughs> and all that. <clears throat> and like right, her having sir. her moment. And then not wanting to go shove it in their father's face because she doesn't care about that. Like, she did it for her. Mm-hmm. Like, that was really good. But I really really liked the third episode and what i like found out that episode was written by travis and uh sam and it focuses on their characters so it's really cool that they got to write that episode themselves where other episodes were written by uh like people on the writing staff and everything Mm -hmm. but this was written specifically by them and uh i like that episode a lot and i can't wait like, I, I was so mad when it ended, and, like, it's right before, like, it's right when Grog is calling him out. <laughs> You're like, shit, I mm-hmm. want I want, I want to see where this goes. 
I was like, why are you going to stop there? Oh, yeah. It's it's so good. Like, And I think the, the voices, everybody's so good. Like the voice work outside of like the main people. But, like Kelly, who is Ripley, is so good. And uh, we get she's, to meet Kaylee. definitely who, become quite the prolific voice actress. Yeah. And we get to meet Kaylee, who you will find out who Kaylee is. And more about her, I'm guessing, within the next three episodes, because she's kind of a big deal. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited. The last three episodes come out on Friday. It's going to suck to be done because I think we're only going to get one more season after this <clears throat> and they're going to finish everything out. Yeah, but- that was quick. But then we get the but by then they'll be they'll have the mighty nine out. Yeah, like I think that's I think as as far as I know, it was always going to be three seasons for Vox Machina. If that's going to change, who knows? But I like the way that they've wrapped this up. I like the way that they're they've been changing things <clears throat> to make sense because they're trying to tell this story like in a condensed form and also changing things for the better because it's different when you're playing the game versus actually like trying to make it a cohesive story. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I loved it. I watch every either Thursday night or Friday, like during the day I watch these as soon as they're up and I've actually, it's made me go back and like start, uh, like start uh, my catching up on the current campaign, which is very good too. Um, oh, I didn't even talk about Gar. So Garmili, <clears throat> you find out he is—he is our our tagging at the end of the second episode after he lets them go, and our tagging has—he's connected to uh, the Mighty Nine. Okay, because because so. me and Jacinda were Jacinda just literally goes, "Are we supposed to know who that is?" No, and that's the thing. Like even, um. He has a big thing to do with the Mighty Nine, but you don't find out that it's him until like a little bit. Later. There's like even a throwaway line, in the, like when they first meet Garmili, that if you're a fan of like if you watch Campaign Two at all, you know exactly who he is right away because of something he says. Mm. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, but yeah, that's all I really got to say about Legend of Vox Machina. I've been loving this season, and I can't wait for more. That's all I got. <clears throat> uh, other stuff I got into, I did start. Uh, I was telling uh, Ed before I started watching Poker Face on uh, it's on Peacock, right? Yeah. Uh, the Ryan Johnson series. Uh, seems like he's getting back into his like noir ish stuff with this series. I like it so far. I've only seen two episodes. I like Natasha Leone as lead. She's very good in this lead. And uh, Benjamin Bratt, who is listed as a guest star. Um, it makes sense because in the first episode, he's in it like pretty much throughout. But then in the, at least in the second episode, he doesn't show up till, like towards the end. And it seems like she's she's someone that like in everything that's like kind of noirish, like is this normal everyday person that gets wrapped up in shit they shouldn't get wrapped up in and now they're on the run and but she is uh self-named late uh 
Lady Galahad. So she sees people in trouble and she can't help but have to help them. And in this, like she she can tell when people are lying. She doesn't know why they're lying, or but like just by looking at them when they're talking, she can tell they're lying. And they get into it in the first episode. Um, Adrian Brody's in the first episode also. Hmm. And he's like trying to see like if she can tell like he's like oh trying to test her capabilities with the like lying and she's like i can't tell the future i can just i just know when people are lying and people lie pretty much all the time and it's usually about small stuff and like benjamin bratt's character later says she's a human lie detector and it's, that's more of what it is like she can like when she's talking to you she can tell if you're lying and like she she'll when she talks to people, she'll just say bullshit and they'll be like, what? <laughs> it's like, you, it's bullshit what you're saying right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm liking it so far. I think there's five episodes out. Um, I'm going to keep watching it and uh, see where that goes. I like Ryan Johnson's uh, like writing in this type of stuff. I really like Brick. That was one of my favorite movies. Like, yeah, I good. love that movie and I like what he's doing with um, uh glass onion and that stuff so this Benoit is like, saga. yeah like this is like a different side of that same thing um it's pretty cool though uh the other thing i really watched i finally got to watch skinnamarink on because it's available on shutter <laughs> i like that movie i liked it a lot event like it's when I say it's experimental horror, it is very much experimental horror. Um, it starts and it's it's a very slow, slow movie. Like if you're not into that and you can't just get into the mindset to just let this movie happen because that's what you have to do, you will not be in. And you'll know I was very close to giving up on this movie and then something happens and I just couldn't, I was like, no, I'm in. Like, I can't, I can't turn back at this point now. And it's, it's shot very weird. Like you're never like head on like shots seeing of like the like characters. It's always like a random shot of like a wall and you can hear them or like a shot of the, and it seems like it's shot in a dark house. So the lighting is never perfect. So you, you'll see like shadows in the back and that works for this because you're going to start seeing shit. And I don't know if it was just me or if it was intentionally there, but I started seeing like faces and weird things like in yeah. like the scratches that were on the film and like in the darkness, because there's a lot of darkness. Um, it's very unsettling. Because like there's points where I was just like, oh, fuck, I just feel like. Ugh. And it's it's about two little kids <laughs> like and it's these two little kids and they wake up and their father's missing and the doors and windows to the house are gone. So they're just stuck in this house. They don't know what's going on. Um, there's like, re like if you've ever watched any of like the YouTube horror stuff that like, like the really low budget stuff that like you, like you can just get into and it's like a bunch of episodes that are like really short. It's a lot like that in a longer form. And I know he's the director's also made uh, 
a short on YouTube that's kind of the same premise and story, but this is a longer version of it. Um, I do want to check that out. I think it's called Heck. Um, but I want to watch Heck. I really do like this movie, though, and I, I can understand it not being for everyone, and I can understand people not liking it. Um, but I also feel like a lot of people won't even give it a chance to even get to the point where they would probably end up liking it. Yeah, that I everything you said is what I read in like non spoiler reviews. Um, just and that's like, like a foreboding tone without being like overtly like jump scary. Which is no, and that's it's it's the uh, the atmosphere. Like he's very good at creating this atmosphere where like you're looking like I was spending my whole, like the entire screen. Like if it was a black screen, because you get a black screen, a lot of time I was looking everywhere to see like what was coming. Right. And it, it's very good at doing that, making you think like what's going to happen. Like, and because the way it's shot, like where you're never like head on and you, you, I don't think you ever see the kids faces. Right. That's yeah. They were basically saying either they're in like, you know not in you see them like or yeah like you'll see them from behind yeah. like sitting down like we're like hyper close I don't up think you've ever seen like you ever see any characters face in this and like there's not a lot of ca- it's the kids um there is like the dad and the uh, mom which i don't want to get into like the spoilery yeah. stuff because right. i don't want like but once you do watch it i do want to talk about it because i they never outright because of the the nature of what this is. They never outright tell you what's happening. Yeah, it's up to you to make assumptions and like yeah. think things. Oh, and I have like my conclusion of what I think is happening and what eventually does happen. Right. Um, yeah. I, I yeah. I, want to point it out. Like I said, I I liked it a lot. I liked it more than I thought I was going to because going into it when it started, I was like, okay, like I don't know if I. Could, again it's it's the way it's shot like it's just it seems like they're they're filming on like a home camera and it's like in like a house with just the lighting that's in the house right because there'll be scenes where it just like like they'll turn on the light and it like like does that focus thing like that you do like that your video camera will do right yeah um yeah i I don't know what else to say about it without like spoiling anything. And I don't want to spoil anything because if anyone is even like remotely interested in watching this movie, go and watch it. We'll give do. yourself the time, give yourself the time to like, just be in that moment <laughs> and like, just let this movie happen to you <laughs> because it, uh, it's like, uh, it's not a movie you really like it. It, it, it happens. <laughs> And I watch it in the complete dark because I've like heard people, uh, the uh, one girl that we watch on YouTube, Spooky Astronauts, she uh, said that she watched it in the dark on her laptop with her headphones on. I kind of wish I would have done it like exactly that way because there are moments where like you hear like the voices like and like I wish I would have had my headphones on to have like that. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. it's like it really would have heightened the uh, immersion with everything. But yeah, I like it. There's like some weird wonky shit in the beginning. Like when like there's like a scene where a toilet disappears and reappears. And it's like, it's like really bad. Like that really bad, like, like that YouTube horror stuff that where things just like disappear. And re- it's that. 
but like outside of that i feel like for being as low budget as it is and like i feel like it's still like got everything across that it wanted to like i feel like being in that low budget like this camera style with this house with like very like minimal lighting if there was like any lighting at all like was very good for this i mean i think it's a testament to to the fact that there's this much word of mouth around this movie that's made for next to nothing yeah and the fact that you're saying and this is what all the other reviews i've heard of it also that it does get that tone and it does get that atmosphere where that's a hard thing to do because i mean yeah. a lot of movies try to do that and fail miserably um so yeah i can't wait to check this out um it's on my list i just again i haven't gotten gotten around to it yet but i definitely want to yeah and but it is on talk it is on shutter now so all right get out there and watch it then yeah i think that's the only other thing i really got into so. all right well let's talk about some news from the week um starting out with some bad news um unfortunately actress melinda dillon passes away at 83 this week she was in a ton of our favorite movies um she was in christmas stories she was in Slapshot. she was in uh close encounters close encounters she was in you know what i you know what i just looked up the other day i did like looking through her um filmography she was in that 1990s uh captain america movie she plays steve rogers mother yeah crazy and you know who else is in it the father from a christmas story that's hilarious actually it's pretty wild i was like holy shit kind of like on 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 brand for us so i was like all right i'll bring that up Um, yeah but it's you know it's sad when any any actress or actor passes um she lived a nice long life but unfortunately she had a a sickness that kind of sidelined her for the last several years and she finally succumbed to that sickness uh we'll always have her movies to look back on so that's a good thing and you know our thoughts and prayers are with her family um we did get some good news uh viola davis actress extraordinaire also was in the movie that brian was talking about the woman king uh she did something that only 18 other actors have done in their in the whole time that this has been going on she got the egot um after winning a grammy yesterday for her audiobook finding me a memoir so that's pretty cool she's in rarefied air with only 17 other people um i always find it amazing when people are able to do that and that that takes a lot of talent yeah. to be able to do mm-hmm. all of those things so congratulations to her on that and we'll be getting to her in a little while as well because there's some news that came out this week uh, about her too um uh-huh. another piece of news that came out we found out that there was a picture on twitter of mike flanagan and pedro pascal Boy. which made May be teasing that uh, the Mandalorian star may be the new Roland for the upcoming Dark Tower series, which that would be phenomenal casting. Boy. I never really thought about him for it because he's got so many other things going on. But yeah, but that, that would be so brilliant. That is, he great. would be perfect. Perfect, brilliant. perfect. Brilliant. So hopefully that comes to fruition. We know that. Uh, well, 
Mike Flanagan has the rights to it, and I think he's shopping it around. So hopefully this comes to fruition because I would really like to see that. And anything yeah, that Mike I, Flanagan I, does. I hope, it, I hope it ends up somewhere that gives him the, like, leeway to do what he needs to do and gives him the money to do what he needs to do. Well, who's the the he has some kind of a plan or, or some kind of a development deal or something like that with one of these companies. Is it Amazon? Probably. I can't I think remember. It's Amazon. I know we did talk about it. Like but... first like first look deal with with one of I these mean companies. Amazon would be kind of perfect. They've, yeah, they've been on a I fucking think... roll, man. I think that would be good. I think the um, best places would be Amazon or um, HBO, to be honest. But HBO has yeah. also been known to cancel shit before even giving it a chance. And I mean, we know Netflix. He's only done really kind of one shots with them before. Um, yeah. Like limited series. Well, yeah. This, this is going to be an ongoing. Yeah. This is going to be an ongoing thing. So hopefully, you know, if, if he does land that at uh, Netflix, Hopefully he gets a deal where he's able to make the entire thing um, with no, you know, no yeah. chance for them to kind of like pull the rug out from everybody before it ends. So um, another bit of news, nothing crazy, but the Stranger Things season five is set to begin filming in May of this year. So that's not too far off. So uh, did you catch up on that yet, Brian? Almost there. Almost. All right. Well, yeah, the, the thing is, is <coughs> first of all, that the pacing of that show is just off sometimes. Like, should be dragging, and I'm like, yo. And then with these extra long episodes, they should have just they literally are. just they should have just made more episodes. Like, yeah. so they should have just made twelve episodes. I counted three times in the last episode that we were watching that they could have ended the episode right then and there, and it would have been perfect and and whatnot. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, there's more. Yeah, they oh, are shit, very long. Very, it, very. It was just like, don't get me wrong. And this is the thing. Don't get me wrong. I'm absolutely enjoying the story, and I'm like, I'm. Just, but damn, I'm like, yo, what is? Why? Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely like, a marathon. Marathon viewing with those that latest uh, season was extremely long episode. So I understand. Oh, uh, last uh-huh. episodes longer than most movies. When you get to the end of that season, you are going to be like, holy shit. It's so good. so good. Great television. Um, speaking of great television, um, we got a new poster and a new featurette for The Mandalorian, which both are badass. That poster's cool. Yeah, you got your boy Mando holding the uh, Darksaber. Mm-hmm. Cool. And... Uh, the featurette, I mean, it's just basically reiterating what we already know, but I was still like, all right, this is cool. That one meme, I don't, I don't, I'm pretty sure I sent it to you guys, but it's the one with him and Boba Fett talking and him yes. telling Boba that, that, like, and she told me I'm not a Mandalorian anymore. He's like, you got the Darksaber? Then you tell her she's not a Mandalorian anymore. <laughs> it's true. Like, yeah, yeah. By, I, I, that shit was hilarious. By the like Mandalorian, like, laws or whatever, like, Whoever has a dark saber is the leader. Like so, sorry, you're not a Mandalorian anymore. <laughs> yeah, that really. I mean, she is a cool did, character, though. I like that character. Did but you guys? She is, see, but she's also a zealot, like you can tell. True. Did yeah. you guys see the uh, um, other little Mandalorian thing that I sent? Where yeah, was, with the uh, where yeah, was, like, where he's got the armor. Yeah, he's actually now. wearing his Beskar armor. 
Yeah, yeah he's got his best car chain mail on, which is I was like, so oh cool. shit. Yeah, this, yeah. this season's gonna be awesome. I can't fucking wait for it. I am pumped. Um, something I know you two were very pumped for. Uh there's also a Visions season two revealed to be airing on May 4th of 2023. And uh, mm-hmm. did they 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 also released the studios that are gonna be involved? You guys yeah. obviously know more about that than I would, but are you happy with this lineup that they have? Mm. I'm not. Mm. You know, yeah, because he, he's not. He, there, there's only one actual true anime studio. Yeah, I. Th- there's what one, two, three, four, five, six. There's nine studios, so we're gonna get nine episodes at least. And this time around, they went with studios from around the world, which that's cool and all. But what I wanted was more anime. Of the anime stuff, which is what they started with, and maybe a continuation or two from the like I wanted to see, which I thought they were gonna do was continue Ronin at the very least. Yeah, because that's like the they one went, that got such they like went heavy into back. Ronin by releasing like pops and a, a book and everything. Yeah. So I thought we were gonna get and a comic. So I thought we were gonna get more of that. That if might they, be the studio mirror one. If they do continue it with a different studio, I think that'd be really stupid. Because you like are just gonna take it away from, and I don't think studio like studio mirror style doesn't fit that in my opinion no. at all. Um, that was the map one, right? No, Mappa didn't do anything on. Oh, okay, that's right. But that's what I want. I wanted to see like a Mappa, an Ufotable, one of those like really like the studios that are doing their like shit right now and like everyone knows like hey if you want like good anime this is one of the studios you want to get maybe and they went to them and they just couldn't do it because they're too busy right now that, i don't see mappa turning down anything <laughs> like mappa right now be mappa is like doing like six different series mappa right will mappa will never turn down an anime <laughs> if it's offered to them and even like wit studio like you tell me the studio that started attack on titan can't do some star wars for me i like i'm excited to see what these other studios do but i'm disappointed in what we're like at least from like that because i when they're talking about it they are making sure that people like they're saying that they're shorts and like it's giving me ghibli and star wars vibes which that was cute Mm -hmm. and all but I don't want that. It has your imagination running mild. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very much clever. so. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> well, that was very clever, Ed. I, I hope I, I am proven completely right. wrong, though. But as of right now, I'm not. Like, yeah, like I was super excited time, for this. You guys watched the last crop and told me which ones you thought were the best, and I watched those. So, And, like... Um, now I'm like, okay, it could be good. It could not be good. Some might be, some are definitely going to be better than others. Oh, at least, hope- at least you get more people giving their stories and yeah, you know, with an international flair. That's cool. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, what's cool about it. And like, we're going to see like 
these other like studios versions of star wars which is going to be yeah. interesting at the very least so yeah exactly at least you know it may not be your bag or my bag or yeah. prize bag but there's at least definitely going to be something some new fan on to star wars which is with cool. these studios there's definitely going to be something for everyone into the fun part uh, of nice, tonight. Nice segue here. Uh, a studio <laughs> that's giving something for everyone. Uh, <laughs> something we don't want, probably, but it is something for everyone. Um, DC came out with a bunch of news uh, this past Tuesday, so we're going to be covering all of it. Hey, we um, told him he had a day, and he got it done. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He did not lie. He got it out that day, and... This is what we're left with, so we're going to get into it. Um, first up, Pennyworth that series also canceled at Good. HBO. Get it out of here. Get it. Out I of never here. watched it. Never I watched really it. Didn't make sense. No. Yeah. Alfred I was mean, never uh, was never 007. No, I I didn't get that whole thing. I I know that there's comics where he was a former, you know, uh, MI6 agent. MI6 yes. guy saying, and all like, that. But give give me that. Give me him as like an actual MI6 agent. Give me him as uh, what is it? Royal Marines. That's what he was in, right? Mm -hmm. Give me that stuff. Don't give me. Oh, we're gonna have him like being this super spy. Like that's right. not. There's no. He's not. That's not what he I is. I don't know what the end game is to this. Like to a show like this. Like if you're pitching no. it to me, I'd be like, so what is the? What are you working towards? Him becoming a fucking butler? Like what yeah, does, like what? Who cares? You know what I'm uh, again. Who get who get us even talking this long about the show doesn't matter because <laughs> it's fucking gone. So who cares? Um, another thing that is gone. Uh, according to Peter Safari, the shelf back girl. What's his name? Safarin. Safari. Safarin. Ah, fuck him. Uh, yeah, he's an the idiot. The shelves back girl film was not releasable and would have hurt DC. Oh, and and Laslev and company were brave, brave to do so to to get it and off the slate and bury it. So they're so brave to bury this movie with a female lead, created by uh, people of color, and like so brave, I, so brave of them. It could not possibly have done any more damage to nope. the already existing product. It that they've already have, released. If there's it no way, it couldn't have done any more damage than the damage they are already doing to their own products. Hey, exactly. that's my line. <laughs> <laughs> it couldn't have done any more damage than them releasing the Snyder cut. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Ooh. because that because then everyone's Shots like, okay, fired. Snyder cut. We got our Snyder cut. Let's get the air cut. Oh, let's let's no these these things never existed. Nobody wants them. And guess what? You got your Snyder cut. Now shut the fuck up and sit down and take this gun universe that you're getting now. That's going to throw all your Snyder cut bullshit out the window anyway. The Gunniverse. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, well, let, let's talk about a couple wow. of hangers on that are still they're still out there. They're still out there. No, See, what you meant to say was the gun show. Oh, yeah, it is the gun. <laughs> it show. is the I gun like show. Oh, nice. Nice. Welcome to the gun show. James Gunn says that the remaining four films on the current slate, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, The Flash, Blue Beetle, and Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom will come out with a vague status, and then their continuity 
that's titled chapter one gods and monsters will begin after those are released and the lineup they have i'm just going to read them off and then we can go through them but first thing up is creature commandos which is an animated series after that will be waller a live action series that will be coming you know on the coattails of the peacemaker show superman legacy which will be a live action film lanterns which is going to be a live action series the authority which will be a live action film paradise lost which is going to be a live action series the brave and the bold a live action film which is supposedly going to be the new kickstart of a new in-universe batman with a supporting robin and that robin will be damien and then after that, you're supposed to get a Booster Gold live action series, then a Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow live action film, and then the last thing on the docket is Swamp Thing live action film. And right now, there's some rumors swirling that James Mangold is confirmed to be in talks to direct this one. Well, nope. the Paradise the 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 Paradise Lost is a Wonder Woman thing. And- it's not a Wonder Woman. It's There's no Wonder Woman in it. It's no, I know. It's but it's, it's, yeah, but that's what I was gonna say, and that's why I feel like it's basically they're riding the coattails of the current comic they have right now because they're basically doing sort of a rewrite of the the mascara and Wonder Woman history and everything else. Stupid. And I'm like, all right, it's fucking dumb. Yeah. They want to have their own Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's not and gonna be Game of Thrones. That's what they want. They want a Game of Thrones, and it's pre-Wonder Woman. Themyscira and the history. I'm, I'm gonna tell you Batman. right now. Only things I even care about remotely on this Swamp Thing, but if it's only if it's Guillermo del Toro, I don't care about anyone. I seriously like James Mangold. You want to know what superhero movie he's made? The Wolverine and Logan. Those are not high on my list as good superhero movies. No, nah, I'm not crazy about them either. But you know, like those that that. Fine whatever he's he's good at you know he should be doing something he should be working on lanterns yeah i could see that, that. would fit that would fit better i don't like mm-mm. guillermo del toro has wanted to make swamp thing for the longest yeah, he was going to finally like- get to do swamp thing in a justice league dark movie and then they took that away from him mm-hmm. give him this fucking movie he will make you so much money because he's already done it with the shape of water yeah really uh it's 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 an easy fit i could see it, it it's the easiest that, thing but i just want to see what they're going to do with i just want to see what they're going to do with the authority the authority like they're saying I'm, that they're saying they're doing that live action i was like really i i would i would I'd have made that an animated show. I'm awesome. somewhat Invincible excited, action. but I'm also not because the authority. It just like what in this lineup, what that says to me is Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, and that's already the, been confirmed. That's his like dream project. It's the quirky. way he the way he did Guardians thing, yeah. is. Yep. The exact yeah, I don't. Yeah, I really hope authority. he doesn't do them like that. I will he's not, gonna I will he's gonna stand. completely change the way these characters are. Mm-hmm. I will the not same way he that. did with the Guardians, and like, it's I'm I'm that's the one I'm probably the most scared for. I'm excited and scared too. 
But yeah, um, brave in the thing, bold. The only uh, thing I'm looking forward to at all is lanterns because I want to see a you know live action good Green Lanterns movie, yeah. and I and the formula that they're saying, which will be a true um true detective style mystery kind of thing i'm i'm in on that i don't know I how they're going to do it if but... they do it right but i don't know how like especially true detective season one how that works in to an intergalactic story i think more or less they're just talking about two cops who don't really get along who are trying to uncover a mystery or some kind of conspiracy that has what he said in this in his video, larger ramifications for the ongoing universe. So I mean, the, the smart thing could be good. for lanterns. It should be them, um, trying to figure out where the yellow lanterns are coming from, and then you yes, find that out. Would be very good. And then you find out more. Oh, there's red. There's this. Like that. As it goes on, you find out that there's more than just green and yellow. Yeah. And like that would be interesting, especially if you have it that Hal's already um, infected by parallax during this, and you have that darkness inside him already. I could see that because that, that would be very, you know, very rust, rust coal uh, esque mm-hmm. like having him battle these demons. I, again, all this stuff is like, who knows what the fuck's going to happen? Creature commandos. I think the, that's the it. only thing that was even interesting about what he said about that is it's going to be an animated series to start with, but the, the voices that they have in the animated series are going to be played in live action by the same actors, which intrigues me. I like this doesn't make sense to me at all. Like yeah, I the don't show, know like, I'm, like I don't, the art, I don't know if the I'm art feeling looks that like Harley Quinn art. And no, like, it looked a little think, bit better than that. I yeah, like but the you art. would think like it the would art fit in with that, but then like having Weasel be part of the Creature Commandos just because you had him in Suicide Squad and he didn't die, he, like he got I like I like that the was art fucking style. dumb. I like the art style and, and thing else, but yeah, that is a very dumb thing like, to do. Why I, are you putting Weasel on this team? For what? I because it ties to the other bullshit that's why you know that okay but that's not supposed to exist anymore or oh but wait but then we have only the things he makes exist anymore but that's what he said but he said it wasn't gonna be like that so he lied well he's a liar okay because we have the waller series which waller didn't see this coming yeah right i don't know the waller series i could care less it's another one of these like same thing with that alfred pennyworth like who gives a fuck she's a background character who supports and is a minor adversary the fact that we haven't had a nick fury series at marvel shows you what like we're getting one i'm not mad i'm not mad that they're making the waller series i'm mad that they're making a waller series after this all this other bullshit but because i don't need i because i don't think i don't think like again it's it's not earned not to say that viola doesn't deserve it she does i think she'd be i think she'll kill it in the show but it's like the character isn't it hasn't earned it in no at all so there's, you know what a waller no series for it what a waller series series should be is it, it should be a suicide squad series yeah with her as the like the lead like her sending them out on these missions but it should be that's what it should be 
what is this going to be? And the fact that they say that this takes place between Peacemaker seasons one and two, why? For what reason? I don't know. I'm not. In but the that's least. part of the Snyderverse. Because Peacemaker yeah. is 100% part of the Snyderverse. Yep. Well, Henry Cavill never, Bull- never showed his face in that show. So that's could be construed as uh, this is part of their new people. Raven the Bold. Don't even get me started. They have <laughs> like that. Don't even get me started. What they w- are trying to base this off, like Grant Morrison run, is very fucking good. Yeah. But that run is also very fucking weird and can get really weird. And is that the one we read for? No. We've read we've read part of like the Morrison run. Yeah, that was. But there's a lot of shit. Batman, that was different. There's a lot of shit that happens in that run, but also having Damien be the Robin in this, if you don't have it that the other Robins existed at some point. Yeah, that's my problem. You that's get, my problem get right this there. shit right the fuck out of here. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but no, but see, that's how they're going to do it. Then they're going to just start introducing all these other characters through that that do exist nah. that you know we haven't seen before. So then we'll get Nightwing and we'll get all these other people and then all they better have been Robin at some point because yeah, of course. I don't want it otherwise. And I'm this is the one, another one that is like they can fuck this up real easily. Yeah. What about your favorite Superman legacy? I mean, that's James Gunn doing Superman. So I have like I really don't have a lot of faith in that right now. Because I don't love the title though. (laughs) <laughs> especially when you have a supergirl movie coming out and you have this superman legacy where where is the legacy what is this legacy in the supergirl movie but what is the legacy for the this legacy to be legacy? he's gonna leave behind at the end of this movie oh yeah, even yeah. though it's supposed to be like early on and the fact that batman and wonder woman are going to be older than superman because they've already said that like the Batman that they're going to have in Brave and the Bold is going to be older than the one what they're looking for for Superman. Yeah, because the kid that they were talking about for Superman is some dude who's in there or he's rumored or whatever is a kid who's on Outer Banks. And I looked at him. He looks like he's nine and a half years old. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Honestly, I was like, if if they cast this dude, I, I don't I, know what the fuck's happening. Like they have like one thing I think James Gunn needs to do. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> stop talking. Stop responding to the fans. Let your work speak for itself. Like he seriously, like I was actually talking uh, um, when we were at the after D and D when we played the other day, I was talking to Emily about this. He reminds me of Donald Trump when he was president on Twitter. <laughs> And Elon Musk now on Twitter, like anytime someone says something, he feels like he has to say something about it and respond to it. Don't. Yeah, you're in a position. How often does you don't have to? How often does Kevin Feige like come out and like have to explain himself or like respond to the fans? He never does. No, it's this man. Like people are excited for what he's going to do, and like that's all well and good. He's never been in this type of position of power before. He has a lot to prove. He can make a good movie. That's great. It's incredibly odd that the first movie 
out the gates or the first thing out of out the gates will be this creature commandos thing. If you're trying to launch a new, whatever you want to call it, the new uh, run of movies, why not start on something bigger? Why not start on? Well, the movies, it's going to be Superman. They said that. Yeah, Superman but, is the I start, mean, still but... like you still have two things in front of it that are leading into that. Also, I hope that they come up with a better title for that Brave and the Bold because is it going to be Batman the Brave and the Bold? Is it going to be the Brave and the Bold? Is it that's a clunky <laughs> fucking name for a movie? The thing is, the Brave and the Bold is a good title if it's not a Batman series. If it's just a series where you go to and you have different right. characters every two time you people, put out a movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That would be an interesting and that would be an interesting take for a series or an anime exactly. series mm-hmm. where you have two guys teaming up or whatever it is. But for a Batman movie, I'm like, what the hell? I don't understand it. Yeah, when I saw that, like, because I didn't watch any of the stuff. I just saw, like, the titles and then, like, the like I read articles about it. When I saw Brave and the Bold, my initial thought was not Batman. Yeah. I don't know. I, I again, the Supergirl, apparently the, the story that this title comes from is a very good story i've never read yeah, it. i'm i'm sure i'm sure like all the things that he like Morton. i've seen all the stuff that he's talking about like i like i like yeah you can't have swap thing without alan moore sure but i think the lemire run is a better run to be adapted for the big screen at this point point. and honestly that series that was on hbo max that was good i like that i wish it would have kept going but well, that, that so was, I apparently that, found that out was. what happened with that was like a whole thing about like where they filmed. Oh, they, really? like it was a it was a which is why they ended up canceling the series was because they had tax breaks or something with the place they were supposed to have tax breaks with where they filmed. And then they were trying to like get away from getting giving them those tax breaks and trying to make them pay extra. Mm-hmm. So it was like, no, Yeah. And the character design and all that stuff was really good on that show. Anyway, off of, I, off of that, like this, just this new lineup. I'm it's lackluster. I'm underwhelmed. And I mean, for I'm yeah, I'm not even well. Oh, we didn't I'm even talk about Booster Gold, your favorite. Your your most the favorite thing is, of all of these. Booster I would Gold. be happy with a Booster Gold, especially since we're getting a Blue Beetle, but. In the Blue Beetle movie, we don't even have Ted Cord. <laughs> don't we have his wife? We have someone with the last name Cord that's the villain in this movie. Yeah, yeah that's right. His wife. Um, so dumb. But like, and with Booster, like, I've already seen like online petitions saying they want Chris Pratt to play him. Hell no! 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 Glenn we Powell, have baby. the perfect. Yep. Glenn Powell. Actually, I told you, like, when you sent me the Glenn Powell as Booster Gold, I like that, but I would much rather have him as Hal. Yeah, he would make a good both. He's such a smarmy jerk that I yeah, think he, he could, could definitely, make a really he could good definitely pull off. He could pull off Booster very well. Yeah, that, that was my main reason for, for saying him uh, for that role. But, I mean, he would be good in either role, to be honest. I mean, the dude is super talented. In the right age range, I think he would yeah. be good. But you know, a, a booster gold as its own. I'm movie, just I don't understand. I don't. I don't see the appeal of it. You know, but I feel uh, like booster works as a TV series. As a TV series, I think or it would as be a, a great TV series side character in in another movie. 
Yeah, in, you mean in like you know, the Brave and the Bold? Like the Brave mm. and the Bold. That's a good idea. And you, you could, you could have Blue Beetle and Booster Gold team up. That would be very cool. Oh, my God. Um, Don't know. I don't uh, know. You're going to get yourself all upset. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's know, funny because I keep looking at this list and I just keep focusing on the authority and how bad it's going to be. Yeah. Not. I mean, there's two of them that look like they're because probably going to shit the bed. And then two the of them that are kind of unnecessary. This is going to be three that the are first, unnecessary, really. The first superhero gay couple on a big screen. Yeah. Are they going to fuck mm-hmm. that up? I hope not. That's like a major thing with them. Like, that's a huge thing. Know. Yeah. And also, like, the fact that they're going to have Apollo and Midnighter. But they're also going to have Superman and Batman. That's the odd thing to me. I mean, why not make this an Elseworlds? Why make it part of the actual continuity? You know, what which I mean? is like, I, don't know. I mean, they all exist in the same world, right? They now. do. Yeah, they the all do exist in the same world. It's just like they—they're always worried about confusing the fans. Yeah, for the normies, that's going to confuse them. What is this gay Superman? Yeah, what is this gay Superman and Batman? What, what, oh, I can't make, wait for that shit. Why Most they make the Superman who, and Batman who, gay? Who know about this, like, you know, shit that he just pulled out, have no idea that those two characters are gay. Yeah. Nope. And they're, what do you mean? Well, that, that, this is ridiculous. It's going to be the same backlash that The Last of Us got. Yeah, exactly. For Which that. is so fuck. Don't even start with that. That is the fucking dumbest shit. Fucking people. <laughs> people are fucked. Um, I think we said all we need on that specific con, you know, conversation. But there was a little bit more. He said that um, any films falling outside of his main continuity will be part of DC Elseworlds, which is going to include the Penguin live action series that's coming out and going to be released sometime in 2023. And Colin um, Farrell has confirmed it's going to be eight episodes. Yes, and a possibility um, of a future film is what was yeah. Going reported i'm 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 still excited for that series me too because i love that batman movie so i'm yeah, excited everything about it this. and it picks up the timeline picks up a few days after the end of the batman apparently so. yeah i'm i'm excited because i loved him as the penguin so hey, let's great. go and then the other two dc elseworlds that they've established are part of that are going to be the upcoming sequel to joker Joker Folly Adu, which is coming out October 24th. Why is this still happening? Again, I like that first movie. It's we've talked ad nauseum about it. It's not really a Joker movie. It's just a movie. It's not. And whatever. And, you know, Lady Gaga will be in this and she will be playing. We from Harley Quinn for some reason. And it's a musical because why not? Um, and then the last one that's under this DC Elseworlds umbrella will be the sequel to the Batman, which is now being called the Batman Part Two. That's official, which will be released October 3rd, 2025. I can't so, wait for that. I'm good with all these Elseworld things. It's my the main continuity is, that I'm just a little like, bugged about. So if it's not under my umbrella, it's an Elseworld thing. Why don't you just throw Shazam in there? I think that's what they may end up doing. Like things that did that don't get righted by the Flashpoint movie, 
Man, the- then just say it now so that I can go watch this Shazam movie and be okay. Otherwise, I'm not gonna go see it. I'll just wait till it's on HBO Max. Yeah, I get that. And I all of these I things, I'm going to wait until they're on HBO Max. I will not go out of my way to go see these movies. Mm, I mean, depending on it always depends on what the I mean the ones that are coming like out this me. year. Oh, That's those ones. I, I'm still gonna see. I'm definitely still going to see uh, Shazam because I love that first movie. The Flash, I don't know about. Blue Beetle. You're going to be there day one for Flash just for Michael Keaton. Uh, I don't know. I, maybe. Probably. Probably. Blue Beetle, I don't really know. And Aquaman. <laughs> probably. Get... Probably. Probably. Yeah. Uh, but Aquaman, no. Didn't like the first one enough to go and see the second one. Um, and I still Beetle. can't believe this is only the second Aquaman movie, and it's been so, I feel like it's been forever again. Like, I don't know. After seeing what they did with Namor in Namor, like it, it makes that movie look so fucking dumb in comparison, you know what I mean? Like, like I know it's like time has passed and all that stuff, but like. You, but even so you, didn't, you didn't like, you didn't like their Atlantis with all the bright lights and, and, and underwater yelling. Even no, like, I did not. No, I did not. even and the, the water introduction bubble. of Aquaman and the introduction of Namor, so yeah. different. And one was amazing and the other one was not. <laughs> yeah. And it's not even like, and the, the thing is, there you go. It's not the changing of like him not being a white guy because neither of them are white guys. We'll, we'll just have to wait and see what happens with this new slate of films because I am at this point in time do not give a shit about most of it. So, yeah, like I, I mean, you guys know and the listeners know I have not been a big James Gunn fan for this job and he has not really made me feel any that much better. Like, there's things on here that do excite me, but. I don't know if he's if if like under his leadership, I don't know if they will work. Yeah, it's I he's he has never been in this type of position to run everything pretty much. And I don't know if he's up to the job, truthfully. Just like by just just going off this, I don't see him being like that. These are the things he chose. And he also wants to direct like a few of these things as well, which yeah, I mean, Superman. If you're going to be this producer guy, you should have all of your attention towards that. You shouldn't be directing. You can't be writing and directing yeah. every movie that's coming out. Yeah, like you have you're... to make sure everything's fitting under the big umbrella that you're putting together. That's and I also didn't like when so he, well. when he was like talking and he said, "Oh well, we have the benefit of being planned out for the next." however many years that marvel didn't and it's like yeah because when marvel started this they didn't know it was going to be this when when iron man came out they didn't know that this it was going to lead to 10 years of like marvel characters being on screen they didn't know any of that like iron man came out and it and it 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 was great and then they did the sequel and they did captain america and they did um thor and they were like oh we have something here people like these movies you already have the formula in front of you and you already know what people want 
Yeah. And you still if you don't have it planned out for the next 10 years, you're fucking dumb. Yeah. And they haven't for all this time, which is the most hilarious thing. Oh, Oh, boy. But (sighs) we do have Ant-Man and the Wasp coming. I can't believe it's like already almost here. And I'm excited for that. And on Sunday, we should be getting some trailers during the Super Bowl. Maybe we'll finally see what this Flash movie is going to look like. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, 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 I'm I, the only one on this uh, podcast that is looking forward to this. But I do hope that it's good. There's just so much negative around it that it's it's hard to get excited for. You know, it really is. But we'll see. We shall see. Um. So that's that's. I wish we had some Marvel news to end on. I know something on an upbeat. Guys, got anything more than this? I mean, because like this is this is sad. uh, (laughs) This is sad way to end this. Yeah, sorry. We we hate everything and everything sucks, guys. (laughs) Sorry. Have a good day. Um, if you guys have different thoughts on this upcoming gun show you let us can, know if you can make me excited for the gun show <laughs> do it give yeah. me a reason to be excited yes shoot us an email at gslwpod at gmail.com or you can check out our facebook that's Duke speak last week two words just two not three not four but two mm. Mm-hmm. Or you can go visit us on Instagram at Geek Speak Last Week. All one word. One. Give me a reason to give me a reason to be excited, guys. Come on. Somebody has to, somebody has to be able to do it. Give him a reason. Give me hope. Be the Superman. <laughs> yes. Because the S stands for hope. The S does stand for hope. That's true. Doesn't stand for soap, stands for hope. Um, I guess doesn't that's it, man. For suck, we're out of here. Stands for suck. Stands no, it for doesn't. Should have been fuck. better. <laughs> and we will see you next week to talk about last week. See ya. Peace.